Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey! Hey! Here comes the... Here comes the... Here comes the... Y'all don't really want it like that. Here comes the...
James Jermaine. The main event is in the building. So excited to be back on there in the press box. Just doing my thing like I normally do. You know how that goes. You know, this past weekend was a great weekend in sports. I got to see one of the biggest spectacles of my life. <laughs> and I tell you, man, that was probably one of the best fights I've ever seen. Canelo's Triple G was probably one of the best fights of the year, probably the fight of the year until December 9 when <laughs> Vasil Lomachenko and and Guillermo Rigondeaux fight. And uh, I'm so excited for that fight coming up and so much more, so much more to talk about, man. No, normally, normally I start off with a devotional, man, but I'm just going to give you my thoughts on, on the past couple of weeks. And um, prayers, prayers to those who have family in the areas of Florida, whether it's on the Panhandle, the, the South Florida, or you know, the Panhandle, um, Southeast Texas, around the Gulf area, uh, the Houston area. Um, you, you got, there's been so much that's been lost, and also the people in Puerto Rico and um, along the Virgin Islands. I'm glad that everybody's that everybody's safe, and condolences to the few that died. Um, a part of both Irma and Harvey, and uh, hurricanes Irma and Harvey, and hopefully every everyone uh, got their got back to normal. Um, I know a lot of schools are still. Without power, you know a lot of counties are still without power here in Georgia. Um, I know some schools um, went back last week in Texas. Some schools still hadn't went back in in Florida yet. So um, hopefully everything is is okay. Hopefully everybody is safe, sound. Uh, so just thinking about you guys there. Um, so much more that we can say, man, but. You know, just prayers go out to those who who have lost and who are who are regaining their strength back. You know, just know that we're all with you. We're all in the fight with you. Um, big shout out to JJ Watt for what he's done, raising over thirty five million dollars. Um, shout out to Beyonce, you know, for making Houston strong again. And shout out to both the Rice and the Rice University and the Houston University communities. You know they had a great showing last night, yesterday, uh, in their rivalry game, where the Houston kids wore Houston on the back of their jerseys, and the Rice kids um, had decals on the back of their helmets um, that put that showed the state of Texas and Houston strong. So that's um, it. Shout out to those guys. You know, we were going to be privileged to a game last night, Miami, Florida State. That's been postponed until until um, the first or second week in October. So, you know, we weren't privy to see that tonight, last night. But all in all, it was a great weekend. And like I said, I hope, I hope that people um, are back to normal. That being said, we're going to take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk Canelo Triple G. Y'all stay tuned. DesertStormRadio.com, your global DJ network. Brought to you by the world-famous DJ Clue. Clue.
Controversial to me in the way that the fight started, finished, ended. Here's what's very controversial to me. <laughs> and the scorecards go like this Adelaide Bird had it 118 110 for Alvarez. Dave Morelli had it 115 113 Golovkin. And Don Trella had it 114-114, a three-way split, and a draw is what the official scorecards would be, would, how it officially will be taken down. Here's my thing. This is one of the best fights of the year. And before we even get into the scorecards and all that other stuff and 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 everything. I'm going to tell you what I thought this match was going to be about. This match is going to be who was going to land the big punches first, who was going to get off, who was going to land, who was going to be the better boxer in this, in, this, in this matchup. What we got here was this high-level boxing to the highest degree. You had a big man who was actually the bigger man in this fight. You had a guy who is a natural 154-pound fighter moving up in weight and naturally holding his end of the bargain up as part of a super fight outstandingly. Here's the problem that, that, that I want to see. Here's, one of the, here's some of the keys to the fight I want to see. I wanted to see if Canelo can can take a big punch from a middleweight. He did that. I wanted to see if Triple G could take a big punch from a big punching guy who is a big puncher at any weight. He's a big puncher. He took some big-time shots. But... One of the things that I wanted to see, I wanted to see if they were going to 
throw some jabs. Throw, throw some jabs. Throw some hooks. You know, throw some looping punches over the top. And what we saw was everything and more out of this fight. Canelo Triple G was probably one of the best fights I'd seen in a long time. It was probably one of the more – it's probably the most talked about fight because it was built up over a year, you know, where Canelo's fighting fighting people, other people. Triple G is fighting other people. You know, people say that that Triple G got exposed in the Daniel Jacobs fight. A lot of people say Canelo um, pretty much didn't do anything. Um, may, in May against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. other than just get the rounds in to make the fight official. So here's my here's my thoughts on that. And, and here it goes. Canelo Triple G... We always knew it was going to be a three-fight trilogy because the first fight, this fight, really didn't solve anything to me. I had the, I scored the fight 114-114. I actually, on Dan Raphael's scores card of ESPN, he had rounds four through nine all the Triple G. I gave rounds four, six, and seven to Canelo, I gave rounds five, eight, and nine to Triple G. And I still couldn't figure out who won this fight. But I gave one through three to Canelo. I gave 11 through 12, I gave 10, 11, and 12 to Triple G. Six rounds apiece. 114 and 114. I, myself, I could not figure out who won this fight. That's the reason, I mean, because really looking back on the copy boss numbers, let, let, let's look at the copy boss numbers on, on this. Alvarez threw 505 punches. Golovkin threw over 700. He threw 703. There were 1,200 total punches thrown in this fight. There was over, there was over three hundred, almost four hundred total power punches landed by each punch by each by each guy. Golovkin had sixty nine more power shots. Yeah, I'm sorry, fifty three more. I mean, yeah, had four less power shots than Alvarez did, but. He threw 201 more punches than than Canelo did. I can see why people say, "Hey, this 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 wasn't a really this wasn't much of a fight." I can see, I can see this fight being 115, 113 for Alvarez. I can see this fight being 115, one, 115, 113 for for Gennady Golovkin. I can see it both ways. In looking at and looking at the company box numbers here. Then I also look at other parts of the other parts of the fight. And I'm looking at Canelo on the ropes, taking punches and punches not really landing. 
He's not really getting hit by anything. He got touched a couple times. Let's just be honest. He did get touched a few times in this fight. But what really separated the two in the fight, a lot of people say that Triple G got robbed. If Triple G got robbed, I, I can see where Triple G, what you say, Triple G got robbed because he was the aggressor for most of the fight. But I can also see where part of the fight was lost, part of the fight was won. I mean, I, this was one of those fights where you have to see it again and see who's going to dominate the second fight, who's going to dominate the third fight. This will be a trilogy. We all know this. This will be a trilogy. This will be one for for the ages. Memorable fight after memorable fight between these two. I mean, this this was a memorable fight. And I'm, I'm and yeah, I do agree with Teddy Atlas in a sense where the administrators in boxing have pretty much made the sport corrupt, but. At the same time, I also agree with Stephen A. You're not about to rob me of a great fight, quote-unquote. Because this was a great fight. And would I love to see it again? Of course. I mean, this is one of many fights I would love to see again. You know, I would, I would love to see... I would love to see uh, Porter Thurman again. I would love to see... You know, Porter Thurman was a great fight. Um, I would love to see... Um, Triple G and Carol Brook again. I would love to see that fight again. Because Triple G got exposed in that fight. I would love to see Chris Eubank and Jansen Gale go at it. I would love to see George Groves and Chris Eubank Jr. go at it. I mean, there's a lot of fights in there that you would love to see. Right now, I would love to see Anthony Joshua fight <laughs> fight Klitschko again, even though Klitschko said he, he he's retiring. I would love to see Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. I mean, there's a lot of fights that are out there, but Deontay Wilder's got a test on his hands against against Luis Ortiz on December 9th, the same night as. The same night as Rigandale Lomachenko. And I tell you, that's one for the ages. That's going to be one for the ages. The other thing I'm looking forward to is Terrence Crawford making his making his long-awaited debut at 147. He, he said that he will, that was his last fight at 140. He's going up to 147. Rumor has it that he's also talked about going back down to 135 to fight one Mr. Lomachenko if he gets past Guillermo Rigondeaux. Hmm. Interesting. But getting back on track, Adelaide Bird. Adelaide Bird is a veteran of the sport. She's she's judged close to 100 World Championship fights. 
matter of fact, she, I think, I, I want to say that she judged, um, she judged Keith Thurman, um, she judged Keith Thurman, uh, Sean Porter fight. I want to say she was, she was one of those judges on that fight, and she actually had it for, she actually had that fight for, um, for for Keith Diamond in that unanimous decision. So the your the, the Nevada State Athletic Commission chairman, you know, comes out and says, Hey, she just had a bad night. She had a bad night but what what it spent so. I mean, there's one thing to have a bad night as a judge. But it's another thing to look really bad, look real bad. You know, it, it was it was Adelaide Bird. That was a horrible. I mean, it was horrible. It was deplorable. I would have been happy if she had it one fifty. Like I said, one fifteen, one thirteen, one eighteen, one ten. You gave that man ten rounds. Ten rounds. There is no way that Golovkin that that out that that Canelo won ten rounds. No way, absolutely no way, no way, no how. Like I said, I judged it six to six. A lot of people judged it eight to four, seven to five. They had it anywhere from one fifteen. They had it from anywhere from one sixteen, one one twelve for for Triple G. All the way down to one, one thirteen, one fourteen, one, one eleven, something like that. Yeah, one fifteen, one eleven, one one fifteen, one thirteen, something like that. So when I look at this fight, and I look at the scorecards. I look at the fight, I look at the scorecards, and I, I look at it in, in this way, in this manner. If the corruption was in that was in that fight, I, I you you would have saw you saw it right there, you did. And what we did, what we did see is both say, "Hey, let's fight again. Let's do this again." And you know what? I cannot wait to see it again. I cannot wait to see it again. The second fight's gonna be bigger than the first fight. Is it all about money? Sure. Yeah, it's all about money, I think. We all know this. We all get that. But at the same time, it's all about who's the better man. And we didn't get that answer. But a lot of us saw the answer. A lot of us saw What we need to see. A lot of us saw the type of fighter that Canelo is. A lot of people saw the type of fighter that that Triple G is. They ain't afraid of nobody. And well, I want to see the next year and a half, eighteen months, the next eighteen and twenty-four months of them fighting each other again and again. You're damn right I would. You're dang right I would, because. This fight was way too good. But let's not have 
the judges during fights. Let, let's not do that. Let's let let's make this what it was. This is a spectacle to see. Was it was it as good as 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 McGregor Mayweather? Of course, it was way better. But at the same time, we look at this fight. We look at look at the look at we, like I said. We look at other fights, the rematches that that could possibly happen again. I'm so happy that these fights are being made. I'm so happy that these fights are are here. But at the same time, I'm so I'm I'm I'm, I'm shocked and I'm appalled. By the judging of Adelaide Bird, she's very respected around boxing circles, you know. And her respect level is probably dropped just a tad bit because of this fight, because of this right here. I mean, and if that's the case, then I mean, she brought it on herself. I mean, I don't, I hate to say that, but she did. I just. There was so much corruption in boxing before is the reason why I stopped watching boxing. Because there was obvious winners in this fight in, in those fights that did not even get a chance. And it's awful. It's an awful thing. And I hope that people I hope that people understand that boxing, that this is a high-level conversation. This is a show. They put on a show last night for the ages. And if you guys don't watch boxing or you're the casual boxing fan, I hope you guys get to see it again because this this match was probably one of the best matches I think I've ever had and I've, I've ever seen. But... We're gonna take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We're gonna talk some we're gonna talk some college football. We're gonna talk some we're gonna talk about some things that that really, really matter. Y'all stay tuned. Where you take it, girl, I'm a roll with ya. Said lately been dissing all on my own business. But girl, believe me, I swear I'm done with these old, you know. Well, damn, but maybe not for life. Cause then again, it's gotta be a reason I get jealous when you mention friends. Well, picture perfect, baby, let's pretend that this is now and now it's really then. Now when again I go searching for you. So can't you see the fire? Robin steady burning for you. To make it clear that I got more than a yearning for you. I'm just so when you see me as someone that's perfect for you. Say that am I worth it for you? And when I find you, I'll be the first to remind you that what we live in is timeless. And by the time we were winding, I swear, start to see that it's one hell of a life. And we finished on it off with one hell of a night. God, 
can't seem to find But look up, you can see me now among the sky On the horizon, it's searching for you among the highs You got me feeling like I'm always running out of time Or maybe out my mind, playing my part again If life again, will you shuffling up my cards again Reading your signs, so I'm finna follow my heart again Rolling through traffic like I've been passing the cars you in You got me looking back it's like you're moving away and back of my I'm staying focused and trying to send you my So for the future, what's my sense of being? And I can promise you only getting the best of mine You got what's worthy, you really putting the rest aside The inner beauty, the sour woman is best to find The funny thing is that girl, you something I'm best to find Tiger 
homie, do you understand? Let me tell you, this is only one way to so, Barrett, 
McSorley, Blau, Hornibrook. Those those are guys that we're looking at right now. Those are the, those are the top four quarterbacks in the in the, in the Big Ten. Wilson Spate can be that guy. He has potential to be that, but until he actually gets himself together, we won't see that. We won't see that at all. Auburn has to stop beating themselves. Five turnovers. Five turnovers this week. Eleven sacks the week before. Auburn looks horrible. Looks horrible offensively. But we have to keep in mind of this though. And a lot of people talking about you know, Junior Stidham. You know he he comes in with this with this high pedigree, this that and third. But we failed to we failed to mention that we failed to realize that. This is a guy who hasn't played in the competitive, hadn't played in the competitive college football game since November of 2015. And in that game in November of 2015, he actually broke his leg. So when we look at people, when I look at some of these, some of these comments on Facebook, and, you know, saying that this, this, and this. This is a guy who's still pretty unsure of himself. He's still pretty young as a as a quarterback. This is a guy who made this is eleven 11th start as a as a college quarterback, and he's coming in to be a savior. But the shining grace on that is, even though he had five turnovers, he had one interception. But there was plenty of drop balls in that in that game, and that that I'm that I'm really concerned about some drop balls in that game. And you know, it's a good thing that they played Mercer, and it's a good thing they have Mizzou, they have Mizzou coming in on Friday, you know, on Saturday, when they go to Mizzou on Saturday, because Mizzou didn't look good either. Neither did LSU. Neither did. I mean, Tennessee looked good for a good amount of that game, but then up steps a guy like Felipe Franks who throws a 67-yard bomb on broken coverage to to Tyree Cleveland, and he just catches the absolute mess out of that ball. I mean, he caught the mess out of that ball. And <clears throat> Florida wins on a, on a last-second prayer, pretty much. I mean, looking looking on the other games, you know, TCU is starting to round themselves back, in, back into into that team that they were a few years back. Still young. They're looking for some for some playmakers, you know, in in the offense. Looking for some playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. You know, Kenny Hill has to be consistent. But at the same time, you know, you haven't had a consistent quarterback since Chase Paul left. And you know, they were down twenty nine to twenty nine to fourteen in this matchup and Came back and, and scored forty, uh, scored forty-two on answer. Well, forty-two points to win the game by twenty. But that that's a good SMU team over there in Fort in Fort Worth. 
in Dallas, I'm sorry, and they're only going to get better under, under, Coach, under Coach Chad Morris, and they're only going to get better and better. You know, we look at Ohio State. We look at Ohio State bouncing back from that from that terrible loss against against Oklahoma. They beat Army by thirty one. I mean, whoop de do. <coughs> Alabama looked sloppy at times, but they still won. They still won by eighteen. But the team that really, but the school that really. Turned some heads last night was Mississippi State. I mean, that was a total domination. Both sides of the ball from from the first whistle to the last. Mississippi State looked so good last night. They looked so good. And it was scary to watch them play and to watch them do the things that they did. They they looked so good. I mean, I can't. I can't even imagine a Mississippi State team with Nick Fitzgerald, and they find they find they find a second running back to go along with those guys. Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, you're looking at you're looking at a team that could possibly compete in the SEC West. They could win the SEC West. I mean, of course, they've got to play Alabama. They got to play Auburn. They got to play. <coughs> play Ole Miss down the road, but this is a statement game for Ole Miss. This is a statement game for Ole Miss, and this is one of those games that LSU needs to look in the mirror and say, "Hey, please find me a quarterback. Please do this. Please do that." And we look at Texas USC, which is probably one of the best, the best games of the night, in my opinion. USC found a kicker. They found a kicker. And Chase McGrath is a, is a true freshman from modern-day high school, Trinity League player. Once again, the Trinity League shows shows up yet again. You know, we look at we look at where a lot of the, where a lot of the players come from, you know, in in the Pac-12. You know, we look at the Foothill League. We look at we look at at the Sunset League. You know, with Old Christian in the Sunset League. We look at we look at the Trinity League. You know, with all those good players coming out. You know, all those all those guys coming out of that out of that out of that league. We also look at we also look at other leagues. You know, like the league with with uh. Corona Centennial, and we look at, uh, you know, we look at look at those leagues in high school football, and we see where a lot of the talent comes from. You know, the Pac-5 in, in, in Southern California, the CIF Southern Session, that that is that is just absolutely amazing, the amount of talent that those schools in that area have. Then you look at other parts of the nation, Texas, you know, whether it's suburban Houston, the Katy, the Woodland, Cypress, you know, look at Dallas, the, the, the DFW area, North Texas, Texoma, um, 
Now you look at the Super Syntax, the Waco area, San Antonio. I mean, you even look out, out west to El Paso. El Paso's got a, you know, there's a quarterback in El Paso that's probably going to be, <laughs> that's probably gonna gonna play Division One football somewhere, <laughs> either in the Big Ten or then in the Big Twelve or, or Pac Twelve. I mean, this is a guy who got who's got that kind of arm talent, and that's a rarity that you see that out of out of El Paso. We look at the San Antonio area and and the, and the players that that spawned out, you know, the Tommy Armstrongs, the the Malcolm Browns, the um, the kid at A and M right now. I mean, we look at those. Look at that area, the San Antonio College Station area. I mean, there's a lot of talent in in those areas, and. We don't give enough credit to those to those areas. They're spawned out just absolute gems for both Texas and for USC, UCLA, and anywhere on the West Coast or anywhere in the Midwest or anywhere in Louisiana, you know, for that matter. You know, from the Big Twelve to the Pac to the Pac twelve. I mean, the state of Texas and the state of California has given you some big time players. So we look at Texas and we look at USC, and everybody's talking about the rematch that, that they had, you know, from from national championship game in two thousand six. You know, honoring Matt Liner, you know, during the game, Vince Young was being a special guest of of USC, but sat on the sat on Texas sidelines with his Texas hat on in a Texas year old. I mean. This game was so good. You had two young quarterbacks. You had a true freshman on one side that was just as poised as as he as you ever seen a true freshman be poised. And Sam Ellinger, I mean, yes, he did have some. He did have some have some hiccups, but for a guy who started who starts his first game. His first game as a as a quarterback at the University of Texas, coming out of Austin Westlake High School, and he played the game of his life, pretty much. I mean, and looked really good playing. That just tells me something about him as a person. I mean, if you don't know the story of Sam Ellinger, Sam Ellinger, Ellinger is was an Elite 11 quarterback. He was the guy that a lot of people talked about um, coming out of high school. He was the guy who single-handedly ended one of the longest streaks in high school football history. He he single-handedly ended Allen High School's 58-game winning streak by himself. He threw for over 300 yards in that game. He rushed for almost 200 yards in that game, and they won that game by a touchdown. Put it this way. This is a gamer. He went to the lead 11. Gamer. He lost his father at 11. I mean, this is a guy who persevered through a lot, through high school, through high school, you know, through the middle years, through, through the middle school years, losing his father, 
and 11. I mean, this this is a guy who, if you don't, I mean, if you don't know the story, go read it. You'll read it. It's a great story. And this guy had the game of his life. Sam Darnold, man, those are those are two names that that the nation needs to understand and needs to hear because those are two names that are going to be really good names next year. Darnold's name is probably going to be one of the first names to be said in the draft. I mean, I'll, I'll say that. I'll, I'll I'll be the first to say that. Darnold's name is going to be the first name to be said in the draft. Sam Ellinger is going to be probably one of the best quarterbacks to ever come out of the state, out of, the state of Texas or ever to play in that program. I mean, he reminds me so – I mean, he wears a number 11. So, for me – being a guy who watched a lot of Texas football growing up, watched a lot, who watches a lot of Texas high school football now, who watches a lot of Texas, a lot of Texas UT football growing up, Sam Major Applewhite, and looking at Sam Ellinger, similar body style, Ellinger may be a little bit bigger. Yeah, they're about the same height, but. Ellinger is about, about 20 pounds heavier. He's about 210, two, about 210, two, 212. Two got a better arm. He's got a better arm, but he's got so much poise in that pocket. He's got so much poise. He's got football sports out of the yang. I mean, you can't teach some of the things that he did yesterday. He was smart with the ball. Smart with the ball. Very smart. You know, USC wins that game. Sam Darnold throws dimes all over the place. He threw dimes all over the place. He he stayed within himself. Yeah, that entire game. You know, Texas. This is not your mama's Texas team. They're they're good. Tom Strong did not leave that that cover on bear. He he recruited well. Son did recruit well, but the guys that that are that are important players in that team are players that are played that played last night that won that game that should have won that game. But I said, like I said, costly turnovers, costly interceptions, and just some great special teams play by USC condemned them. And they can actually condemn themselves. They're one and two on the year, but it's Texas a team that they're still going to make some noise in the Big Twelve, of course, of course. And the reason why they're going to make noise in the Big Twelve is because now you see that you have two good quarterbacks. You have great running backs, and you got a, you got an offensive line that just won't quit. They didn't give up. They gave up like one or two sacks last night. I think four sacks last night, which was four sacks too many. But when you come with sixes and sevens at all times, pretty much like USC does, you're bound to give up a sack. You're bound to give up, you know, give up plays like that. And Ellinger almost threw for 300 yards. I mean, we we look at. I mean, like I said, we look at this game. And we see fun all over it. This is a fun game to watch. 
It was a fun game to watch. And these two teams, they're going to be making some noise. And then, and then and the USC this year, Texas maybe next year. I mean, they got some things they got to work out. But next year, it's, it's going to be for real. It's going to be for real for Texas. I mean, because you got some, you got some veteran guys coming back. You got some, you got some great recruits coming in. That's probably going to end up playing early. But Texas USC is probably one of those games that, if you watch it from beginning to end, you will not take your eyes off of it. You, I mean, you could not take your eyes off that game. You're sitting there, you're yelling because you want. You're yelling at. at at the TV because it, it was just a great football game, a great football game to watch. And I, like I said, I had so much fun watching that game. I really did. And, uh, you know, just sad you had to have a loser in that game. But USC did event the 2006 loss, even though none of those kids who were part of that program or none of the coaching staff that were part of both programs or even involved in that game. So, you know, it is what it is. So, moving forward, Clemson, they just made they made the statement of all statements last year, last night. You know, you look at a Louisville team with Randy Heisman Trophy winner and, and Lamar Jackson. You look at the new quarterback, Kelly Bryant, who – Deshaun, whom Deshaun Watson has said could be much better than he was. I don't think anybody can can play with the passion like Deshaun Watson does. I mean, Deshaun Watson is a passionate guy who just does everything, does everything the right way. Um, very fortunate to have met him a while a while back and. A long time ago, actually, you know, and just knowing him as a person, I know that he probably gave back, and I know that he gave back, and I know that he he tutored that young man, and he tutored him very well. So, I mean, Kelly Bryant's going to be a great player at Clemson. He's going to be something special. He's going to do some special things. Um, forty-seven points. I mean, they could have they could have easily put up seventy on on Louisville. Louisville had some had some costly turnovers. They had some they had some things that they did very very bad, very very wrong in in that game. And unfortunately, it was their downfall. So we look at it from that standpoint, and yep, it was that bad. That bad. So yeah, Clemson. Like I said, Clemson, Mississippi State. They they put up the. They basically made statements. Penn State. I don't. I mean, even though they beat Georgia State last night by fifty six. You know what statement did they make there? Basically, that they're that they're a team that everybody needs to watch out for. Basically, really Taggart in Oregon. That is, that further lets me know that last season under Mark Elfrich was an abomination. 
a lot of people want to help his own anyway. Because of the doubt, because of the way the doubt, the way the flow was last year. I mean, you go from eight and five to four and three and nine, four and three and nine. This wasn't Oregon like, but you also didn't have a quarterback. Now you have a quarterback. You know, Justin Herbert. You know, doing pretty good at, at quarter at the quarterback position, and he kind of reinvented himself on the Willie Taggart, and I kind of saw that in. In their spring game, you know, you you see little things that you can pick up on that that lets you know that things are going to be a little bit different, and that's what I picked up on because I saw the way the ball was coming out of his hand. I mean, out of Herbert's hand in, in that spring game, it it came out crisper, it came out stronger than than what than what we saw last year. Now we're starting to see. We're starting to see things happen that is going to be really, really good. I mean, Oregon's in the Oregon's in the shot of the world. I mean, they'll go into Washington State in a couple of weeks, and they'll go to Palouse in a couple of weeks, and it's going to be a shootout. Oregon State then put up a fight against against Washington State, and Washington State pretty much exposed them. But one of the upsets of the, of the weekend was San Diego State. We knew, I knew that they were going to be good this year, even though they lost Donnell Pumphrey. Um, to the NFL, they lost some other players to the NFL. I looked at San Diego State and I, and I looked at this team and I was kind of on the fence about them. I knew that they were going to be good. I knew that they were going to be bringing in some some more some JUCO talent to mix in with with some of the talent that they recruited and some of the veteran talent that's already been there that's been established there. Did I think that they were going to be a ranked Stanford team? No, I mean I, w- I was I wouldn't even pick that in 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 thirty six in my thirty six years of life and for the first time in thirty six years. San Diego State be the ranked opponent, and they've won eight straight against Power Five opponents. Albeit they weren't ranked, but they were Power Five conference teams nonetheless, and they've won eight straight over them. This is a good. I'm telling you, man, San Diego State could could shock a lot of people. They really could. And not can they shock a lot of people. Do I think they'll get into a New Year's Six? I think it's possible that they that they could. Do I think they will? Depends on how everything works out. Depends on if you if the Pac team gets a playoff team in for the second year in a row, which could really possibly happen. I mean it really could happen. Washington you know, the way Oregon's playing, the way Washington's playing, the way Washington State's playing. And also, you know, UCLA, even though UCLA lost last night, yesterday to Memphis in a shootout, Josh Rosen dropped dimes. <laughs> he dropped dimes last night. And did they deserve to lose the way they lost by three? No. 
Did they deserve to win that game? Oh, yeah. But when you force things and you force turnovers and you force, and you force throws that you shouldn't force, that's what happens. And those and those two turnovers were were the were the difference in that game. And uh, so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. It really is. But we're going to take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk more college football. Y'all stay tuned.
Oh yeah. All right, peace to the rest. Just like yesterday when I was tripping with you Now you long gone, Jesus called you home, girl, you know we miss you It's a damn shame, cause you lost your life to a jealous nigga If he couldn't have you, then nobody else could, so he pulled the trigger So I'm gon' smoke all of this herb and I'ma sip all of this drink It's taping the truth of reality, peace when my mind is blank Murder, 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 I'ma see these deaths like all that I think Your niggas, they banging them gangs, they just tryna earn them some rank your niggas ain't playing no games, your niggas ain't throwing that flame Your niggas just shoot that on swing, your niggas we lost But I'm here to bring us some change, my people don't put us to shame Who is to blame? Is it our mothers? Is it cause we never had a father, now we needed them I've been sir sipping cause I needed them Splitting cigarettes, now we needed them I don't wanna die today, all I wanna do is get high today And let the underground sound be my hideaway I was locked, but this beat helped me find a way I got a lot, a lot of niggas in the graveyard A lot, a lot of time that was too hard Praying to my knees, I'm like, oh Lord, on the boulevard Skip the school, 12 could've came and got me anytime A lot of drama on my mind, went back home and oh kill I see my mama crying, what is going on? Looked in the mirror and I know it ain't me Looked in the mirror, I was hungry, I was grinding So a nigga had to go get that cheese Too young, too young It's a lot of young niggas in the city Losing lives, losing lives, losing lives Just too young, with two guns It feels like yesterday when I was tripping with you Now you long gone, Jesus called you home, girl, you know we miss you It's a damn shame, cause you lost your life to a jealous nigga If he could have you, then nobody else could Can we pull the trigger? Yeah, you pull the trigger And it's the same song Everywhere we go That murder, 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 pistol, bang, bang, bang That's all we know, and it's like the same song Everywhere we go, you better watch what you do tonight They might take your life, they might take your soul And I don't know So I'm smoking on this drove Praying to heaven, that's where I go But this life that I live Trying to get these Benjamins I'm trying to not commit these sins But I gotta get it, gotta get it, Lord knows Lord knows I don't wanna die too young DesertStormRadio.com, your global DJ network, brought to you by the world-famous DJ Clue. Clue. 
Welcome back to the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. Let's talk about some more college football, man. You know, a lot of, a lot of the top 25, you know, was really, really good. Really good games last, last night. You know, Auburn winning, Georgia winning. You know, LSU getting humiliated at, in Saltville against against Mississippi State. You know, like I said, that was that in the San Diego State game, along with along with the along with the, um, with some of the other games that that went on. Those were the two. Those were, those were those, that were those were statement games. You know, they established what they wanted to establish. And especially with Mississippi State, you know, they established that hey, they're they're not a team that's going to roll over and die for anybody. So that's how good that's how good this, this this college football season is looking to be. You know, and I'm so excited to see what's going to happen in the next few weeks. You know, Auburn going through that gauntlet of their schedule. You know, in the middle of in the middle of October, you know, like like normal, uh, and then November, you know, is going to be pretty good for them as well. But then we look at, like I said, we look at we look at, at teams like Stanford going down. We look at teams like K State going down. Vandy, this is not your mama's Vandy team. <laughs> they're three and zero, and they're a good three and zero. You know, I was. I was wondering about what was going to happen with Vandy after after that first year under Derek Mason. You know when they went when they looked really bad at two and ten. Then last year, you know, getting getting their feet under the underneath them six and seven. This year, three and zero. Oh, this could be this could be a bowl eligible team by the time they play Georgia in three weeks. You know, or at least one at least one one game away from being. He bought eligible, you know, when they play Georgia. So I'm looking at a Van, I'm looking at this Vandy squad, and and like I said, like I said before, I said I think that Vandy could win six games if the ball rolls for them right. They can win seven, eight games. I mean, this is how good this Vandy team is, and it, they're only going to get better. They're only going to get even better after after this. <clears throat> so. Again, we look at Washington. Like I said, Washington State just fine. Uh, it's fine for everybody. They're three and zero, and they they won their first their first Pac ten game. We look at Florida. Florida scored twenty points, twenty offensive points. You know they scored the they scored the first they scored the first three <laughs> three touchdowns of the year. You know, they took them over eight quarters. It took them over over twelve quarters to do it, but over ten quarters to do it. But they did it. So, with that being said, I mean, they made some noise. Northern Illinois, the Mac, <laughs> the Mac is making noise. I mean. Northern Illinois went went to Lincoln and got a win in Lincoln over North over Nebraska. I mean, these are teams right here. We know, 
we know what Northern Illinois brings to the table. What they what they always bring to the table. They bring a fight that you don't that you don't normally see. And that's why they out recruit schools like Northwestern. That's why they out recruit schools like Illinois. Even though they're in a power, they're not in, they're in, they're in a, a um they're in a non power five conference. They can outcoot the state of Illinois. They got a lot of Chicago land kids in that team, and a lot of that's changing because of because of Lovey Smith, and and you know, Patrick Gerald is also you know a part of this as well, you know, being a part of of the program as well. So that Northwestern program. So you know, you bring in you bring in so much. With Northern Illinois, you know, Illinois don't want to play them. Northwestern don't want to play them because. Northern Illinois should probably beat both of those teams, and it was also it was almost no, it was almost a few years ago. Northern Illinois almost got into the Big Ten. I mean, they almost got into the Big Ten. Not a lot of people, you know, really knew how close they were to becoming a Big Ten member, but they were really close to being a Big Ten member. You know, we look at. We go further. We look at look at Virginia. Bronco Mendenhall was finally putting his stamp on that Virginia team, and they won against Connecticut. The two and one on the year. Does will that translate to will that translate into more wins next year? No, not necessarily. No, but what that gives you is something different. <sighs> It gives you something to look forward to. Not this year, maybe next year, because you've got a lot of players coming coming back next year. NC State, Dave Dorn, and, and, and the, the things that he's done at NC State, you know, over the last few years, he's got that team going in the right direction again. But the most disappointing team to me is Baylor. Baylor zero and three now. Under Matt Rule, yes, he's, he's installing a different type of offense. It's more of a it's more of a pro style than than a, than a spread. But what makes it so different is that this is a good Duke, this is, you played a good Duke team. You're a good Baylor team. But you're playing like crap. You look like you, you look you look very far away. You look very very far away. And I'm looking at other teams, you know, other unranked teams. I mean, Wake Forest is getting it together. Wake Forest is finally clicking again. That's the way I know. Colorado, they're they're keeping up with what they did last year. That's the way I know. They're lying under the radar. They're on the cusp of being a top twenty-five team. You know, Syracuse is looking good under Dino Babers. You know, they won they won forty one to seventeen over Central Michigan. A good Central Michigan team on top of that. Notre Dame's looking good. They won forty nine to twenty over Boston College. I mean, there's so many I mean, PJ Fleck just he breathed life into Minnesota. This is a good Minnesota team from last year. 
are they even better this year? Possibly so. But the team that made that made the biggest statement that I want everybody to understand, Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom, Justin Wilcox. Justin Wilcox at Cal and Jeff Brom at, at Purdue. I'm going to tell you, these two guys, they are doing things that I, I, I didn't expect Cal to bounce back as quickly as they did. I thought three years were probably, probably you know, I thought one, I thought this year would be a pass. The next year would be the would be the would be their litmus test. Cal's doing great. Purdue, I kind of, I was kind of on edge about Purdue. I kind of said next year would be would be their time. I wanted Brom to get in, in get his system in. He's got a system in him and Nick Holt, the defensive coordinator at Purdue. They had a masterful performance. Masterful against Missouri. Held, held Missouri to three points. And winning that game at Faroe Field, 35-3. to 35-3. This is a Purdue team, I'm telling you, right now. Michigan better watch out. Michigan better watch out. This Purdue team can beat you. David Blau is finally he's, he's on track. He's finally making the right reads. We all knew what you had in David Blau last year when he threw for over 3,500 yards, 25 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. We knew if, we get, if you got him with the right coach, you knew if you got him, got him focused, sat him down like he did against Louisville, in that game, he would come back and he would be so much better. He played his ass off last night. And I watched this game. I watched this game twice. I watched it online. I watched the full game online. And I watched it again today. Um, it came on replay. David Blau is, <laughs> I mean, he got away from those Texas schools and made, made a name for himself all on his own. Jeff Brom will change this guy's whole life. He's probably going to end up changing his changing his storm motion as well. He's got a little bit of a hitch in the storm motion. And again, David Blau, I really don't think is all the way healthy. I mean, I really don't think he is. It's just the way that he looked in, in some of those, in some of those throws yesterday. That just makes me think that he's not quite healthy, but he's healthy enough. If that makes sense, to get on the field and throw the ball around. And then I'm looking at other. I'm looking at other other teams. Florida Atlantic finally off the schneid. You know, when they're forty-five nothing over Bethune Cookman. Wow, big whoop. You know, but. You know, UTSA. You know, they're two and oh. After upsetting after upsetting Baylor at Baylor last week, they turn around and they beat Southern University out of swag. You know, you can't 
know, out of swat, you know. I mean, but fifty one to seventeen, but again, you're two and oh. You know, Idaho, their last year in 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 one A football for the foreseeable future. You know, they're one and two, but they gave Western Michigan fits. I mean, I'm just I'm going I'm going through all this, and you know, Kentucky, you know, beating South Carolina the way they did, they they punished South Carolina, they spanked South Carolina around. I mean, and Cal just beating Ole Miss the way they did. I mean, they they beat Ole Miss to death. I mean. They pretty much beat Ole Miss, and the way they beat them, they beat them defensively. Shea Patterson threw a pick right at the guy for a pick six, and then he threw consequently, you know, another interception that pretty much ended the game when they were going in for a touchdown. So, I mean, this <laughs> these are some this is this is unlike. This is a year unlike any other. Justin Wilcox, you know, defensive coordinator to the stars. You know, start off at Boise under Chris Pete, under under uh under Hawkins. Went back under under Peterson. Won three Fiesta Bowls. You know, as part of as part of Chris Peterson's um staff. Went to Washington. He became part of Chris Peterson's staff. Got Zabit Cow, and he's gonna he's doing wonders. He's doing absolute wonders. And I'm so excited to see these guys get their just due, like the Jeff Brahms, like the like the Justin Wilcoxes. I mean, and you know, like I said, a lot of people. You know they talk about they talk about you know the offense that Auburn's putting together. You know I I often feel because you know normally they have a conference game, second game of the year, third game of the year. You know that's when they usually open up the playbook. I think the first three games they pretty much play play to the vest, even. If, even against a team like, even against a team like Clemson, I mean, where you couldn't really get things going in that game anyway. But you know where, you know a lot of people are overreacting. Eleven sacks is not good. Five turnovers last week, last night, not good. But you. You lose that game by by eight points, where that game could have been won in overtime if we kick if we scored touchdowns instead of kick field goals. That's how good that game was last week. They played just as hard as any team I, I've seen play. And to be honest with you, that's all you can ask. 
I'm going to ask for more this week when they go into Missouri. I'm going to ask for more when they go when they when Ole, when Ole Miss comes to town. I'm going to ask for more when Mississippi State comes to town. I'm going to ask for more for you know when we have to go to Arkansas. More when we go to we when we go when we do our crossover game. I think we play. I think it's. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think we play um No, I'm gonna ask for more we ask when we like when we we're playing S C C West. And then, you know, Georgia of course. I mean so like I said, man, I mean like I'm gonna be asking for more out of this team. I mean, I said, I mean, Missouri's a crossover. Missouri, Georgia are crossovers this year. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking for more. In 2018, I mean, we got some, I mean, five turnovers. Not good. Not good. But we're looking better and better and better. And we're looking good, but we, we we still have things. I just don't. And we still have things to work on. I mean, we still have to. We have to put. We have to put this game. We have to put things together. And I think we can put things together. We just need time. We just need time. But that being said, we're going to take another quick session break. We'll be right back. We'll talk high school football. Y'all stay tuned. DesertStormRadio.com, your global DJ network, brought to you by the world famous DJ Clue.
glory, glory to old Georgia. Heroes have graced the field before you. Men with hearts, bodies, and minds of which the entire Bulldog Nation can be justifiably proud. The tradition of unbridled excellence demonstrated by these individuals and many others spans more than a full century. Baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. 
The main event is in the building. So excited to be back on the air, man. And I just want to just thank everybody that's involved in all this, man. You know, the Tailgate Crew Show, um, the people behind the Tailgate Crew Show, I mean, I just want to thank everybody, man. 
Guapa Entertainment, you know, for for doing their thing, what they're doing, man. Check them out, man. Uh, Guapa Ent on all the social media. Also check them out, man. On Saturday afternoons, man, 12, 12, 12 to two, twelve p.m. to two p.m. Uh, check out my man T Rex. King Underground Media. Um, <laughs> I mean, we got so much going on, man. Turntable Thursdays, the Tailgate Crew. I mean, we're doing big things, man. Rex and Maine. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to the shout out to the partner T Rex, uh, the admin Wendy, uh, all the guys with Guap Entertainment, Cordier, <laughs> DJ EA, Cordier, Casey. Uh, all the kids. I mean, we we're doing big things, man, and and I just want to just want to thank everybody for being a part being a part of it. Um, I just myself, man. I mean, I I, I can't ask for better people to be around and to be and to be partnered with, man, because without these people, I am nothing and. You know, God has blessed me with with the friendships that I have with these with these people, with, with all these people, and I, and again, I love all of them. I love all of them equally. I mean, I don't have I don't have a brother, so you know, Terrence is just like my brother. You know, I got sisters, and um, love my sisters to death. My parents love my parents. Um, the Bennett family, you know, thanks for bringing me in with open arms. The Live by Chance family, thank you for for letting me do my thing as as normal. Um, next week's gonna be even better. We're gonna talk more college football. We're gonna talk more. We're gonna talk more MMA. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a whole lot of other things, man. And and um, and uh, with that being said, man, I mean we're gonna we're gonna get out of here kind of early today. But I want everybody to understand, man, that you know. Life is life is short, and we have to we have to find a way to get to get through it and make it make it as long and as and as fruitful as it possibly can be. So just continue to keep praying, continue to keep to keep God first, and and to do all the things, the right things, and everything will go your way. Um, like I said, man, I'm praying for everybody, everybody. From the hurricanes, um, hopefully, you, hopefully your life, your lives will get back to normal pretty soon. And uh, for those who lost loved ones, uh, I'm, I'm encouraging you to to find peace and find strength in, in this time of need. And also um, to to my girls, Shannon and Angelique, um, they lost their mother. Uh, Thursday, Miss um, Jerry Lynn, and um, I love her very much, and uh, I'm gonna miss you, I miss you a lot, and uh, hopefully those girls can find peace in the time of sadness. Um, with that being said, man, tell everybody that you love you, love them. I challenge you to to keep doing the things and fight the and fight the good fights fight the right fight and um, keep it peaceful that being said man I'm going to get out of here 
Everybody take it. Everybody take a deep breath. Ha. <sighs> Have a good week. I'll see you next week. Let's go tailgating. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys at fall They didn't let just anybody in that club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood To get the widow's game day jerseys down the hall Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, it's turn and face the stars and stripes. Fighting back them butterflies. Calling in the air, all right. Yes, sir, we want the ball. And it's knocking heads and talking trash. Slinging mud and dirt and grass. I got your number, I got your back. When you're back. You mess with one man, you've got a song. The boys will fall. In little towns like mine, that's all they got. Newspaper clippings fill the coffee shops The old men will always think they know it all Young girls will dream about the boys will fall Well, it's turning face to stars and stripes Fighting back them butterflies I got your number, I got your back When your back's against the wall You mess with one man You've got a fall Calling in the air, all right, yes, 
is the legacy that you're looking to leave behind? That I changed the world and I have fun doing it. I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. Hey, I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. Right, I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cause we all got. The way I see it, it's only me and my team Motivated by pictures of places I've never been It's gonna leave the city and search some better things My fam and a couple dollars, that's all that's left in my jeans Ain't accepted by nothing, we gunning by any means Wide awake on the surface, inside I'm living his dream Of going city to city with stories of what I've seen Lost in the translation, the mind of a human being I'm riding on life's pavement and trying to find what it means Fighting for something stronger than bottles of Jimmy Bean Study the moves of legends from Bob Marley to Queens, but drawing my inspiration from race against the machine. Saw it as a motivation and fueling my self-esteem. Could have been stationary instead on stations I scheme. Throw myself on a road to becoming something I've seen. It's just the sound of a gentleman getting after his dreams. Run it. <laughs> uh, Run it. Booth right now. Yeah. Run it. See, you're gonna have to turn that loud down. <laughs> uh, uh. What? Gentleman getting after his dreams running. Goddamn. Say nothing. I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. Hey, I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. Boy, I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep a rolling cause we all got. I keep a rolling cause we all got. Let's take it back to 09. Walking for Arizona's cause none of us have rides. Simple minded some stoners, we got nothing but time. Now don't it sound bad? Talking back with Cuddy was the soundtrack. Pursuit of happiness, playing, just let it breathe. I'm kicking back with my people. I swear it's all that I need. Endless vibe on a planet of simply being at ease. Started searching for freedom and ended up in the trees. I say it is nothing hardly that's replicating a feel. Party until the AM with rhythm turning the wheels. The trials of adolescence, they hella sacred for real. From the way that I'm feeling, it's like I'm living them still. We born to carry the mission, carrying our tradition. Introduce them what's missing, a young minds that are lifted. I throw myself on the road of living by higher means. This just the sound of me getting after my dreams. Run it. Keep it rolling, cause we all got dreams. 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 I keep it rolling, cause we all got dreams. Keep it rolling, cause we all got dreams. I'ma use these two hands to create my dreams And be in the field with the people I'm out of Caesar Delegate through my actions Let my life do the preaching You gotta mold the clay before you be Ali Cash is the root of the evil around me I'm me what I'm speaking Call the truth and you call it deep Reach your mind with the power Moses used to open the sea, nigga See, nigga Understand, there's a God who's sitting 
and above you, making a note of every time you struggle, but never forget it. Ending is nothing without the plot leading up to it. He brought you to it, he gon' lead you through it. Know that it's real. And my faith is a trophy, I have to prove it. See, I was born a king who just grew accustomed to losing. But I learned the only way to stand out is to be outstanding. So demand your greatness, despite of what the demand is. Drink, drink. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.